Hi everyone, this is Nellie. It's May 30th, 2021, and you're listening to my podcast, Phone Ministry, titled Song, Scripture, and My Thoughts. And I thank you for joining me, uh, and thank you for listening. I am sorry that I haven't come on. Uh, It's been a few days. I will continue reading from 1 Peter, we're on chapter 3. So I'll give you a couple of songs to listen to. The first is Speak Life by Toby Mac. And the second one is Do It Again by Elevation Worship. So before I begin reading chapter 3, I just want to say in my opinion, chapter 3 in 1 Peter is sometimes misinterpreted. Now this is in my opinion. I want, before I start reading the the chapter, I, want, I just want to make sure that everyone knows that primarily we have to submit ourselves to the Lord. He is first in our life and we have to be submissive. We have to respect, honor, um, make every effort to, to live godly lives. And He is God. And he deserves our respect and our honor. And before going into this chapter, I just want to make sure that when you're reading it yourselves or listening to me reading it, uh, we have to remember that God is God and we are not. We, um, God never, um, we're never to say to God, do this, God, do that, God, um, or, or, are ever condescending to God or or mistreat God but we we are to honor him because he is our creator and he did create us he created this earth and everything in it he did this in six days and on the seventh day he rested there is no other explanation to how we got here on earth that would even make any sense so I, I, I pray that you respect the God that created us and respect the son that he sent here to help shape our lives. Um, when he tried every other method in the Old Testament, he sent his son to die on that cross. And he did rise on the third day. And he is our savior because of him we have hope in our resurrection to live with him for eternity he died for our sins and those that accept his son have eternal life so having said that just you know be always submissive to our god he is the author of our lives he is everything everything okay so it goes on to to say this in in chapter three in the same way you wives be submissive to your own husbands so that even if any of them are disobedient to the word they may be won without a word by the behavior of their wives as they observe your chaste and respectful behavior your adornment must not merely must not be merely external braiding the hair and wearing gold jewelry or putting on dresses 
but let it be the hidden person of the heart with the imperishable quality of a gentle and quiet spirit which is precious in the sight of god for in this way in former times the holy women also who hoped in god used to adorn themselves being submissive to their own husbands just as sarah obeyed abraham calling him lord and you have become her children if you do what is right without being frightened by any fear. And this is what it writes about the wives being submissive to their husbands. So I'm pausing here after after verse 6. So we are not only to um, get ready for the day with our, you know, doing our hair, our makeup, picking out an outfit, the right shoes, putting on earrings and jewelry and whatnot. God wants us, um, he wants us to focus on the hidden person of the heart. And this hidden person is where we, uh, it says, with the imperishable quality of a gentle and quiet spirit, which is precious in the sight of God. So he's looking for us to be not only submissive to our husbands because they are the head of the house it also says for you husbands listening that we are not to be frightened by any fear so if we're um if we are godly women and our husbands don't know the word of god and we are not only reading the word of god but we're also doing what it says but we have a husband that perhaps doesn't know God or doesn't read the word of God. So therefore, they're disobedient in uh, to the word. But by seeing how you act with your gentle and um, quiet spirit, this will, this will have your husband recognize that you are a godly woman and you are submissive to your God and you are treating your husband with dignity and respect and honor and obeying him as it says Sarah obeyed Abraham calling him Lord but we can the husband can't lord things over us in the in the sense that they're a God that we need to um, God doesn't have us be at his beck and call so he doesn't expect husbands to expect the wife to do that either uh, and later on uh, I'll be reading what um, what sums up all those good qualities in all of us so husbands if you're doing anything that uh, your wife is frightened by any fear that is not being obedient to the word and it's not being obedient to God so um, that's something to consider as I go into how what it says in the next verses about husbands so you husbands in the same way live with your wives in an understanding way as with someone weaker since she is a woman and show her honor as a fellow heir of the grace of life so that your prayers will not be hindered pause so women are not made as strong as men physically obviously so we um husbands it just says to to just show some understanding but to also honor and give grace so 
you know, and you don't want your prayers to be hindered. Nobody does. And so it just specifically says that so that your prayers will not be hindered. And then verses 8 and onward, this is where it sums it up. To sum up, all of you, which is meaning the husbands and the wives, and everybody else for that matter, be harmonious, sympathetic, brotherly, kind-hearted, and humble in spirit, not returning evil for evil or insult for insult, but given a blessing instead. For you were called for the very purpose that you might inherit a blessing for... The one who desires life to love and see good days must keep his tongue from evil and his lips from speaking deceit. He must turn away from evil and do good. He must seek peace and pursue it. For the eyes of the Lord are toward the righteous, and his ears attend to their prayer. But the face of the Lord is against those who do evil. Pause. So yeah, summon it up being submissive to the wife, being submissive to the husband, is being harmonious, sympathetic, brotherly, and brotherly, we are all brothers and sisters in Christ, we all come from the first family, Uh, kind-hearted, and humble in spirit, not returning evil for evil or insult for insult, but giving a blessing instead. For you were called for the very purpose that you might inherit a blessing. Now, everybody wants to inherit a blessing. So let's just say there's an argument and something is said that's mean. An e- evil, something evil was said. And, and, you know, there's only one type of insult and it's never a good, never good to insult. So we are called here, either or, husband or wife, to not repay. Um, and this is brotherly also brother to brother brother to sister and remember we're all brothers and sisters doesn't okay so we don't want to repay evil for evil and we don't want to insult for insult so something bad is said and then in return we want to say a blessing even if it's just you know I'm going to pray for you I'm going to pray for you today I'm not going to um say anything mean back to you but you know and that is just praying a blessing over the other person and then your reward is you inherit a blessing from God and those of us notice when we receive blessings uh, we recently went to a trip to Kauai I did with family and we all recognized that we were being blessed by God the entire trip the entire trip we recognized that God was sovereign over it and he was a thoroughly blessing all of us um, at least I heard that from most of the people but I um, we all experienced a blessing this trip that I noticed so in another scripture says if the enemy slaps you on the right cheek turn to him also your left cheek in other words not even that slap is going to cause us to stumble and not be right with God because he's calling us to be good we turn to them the left cheek also and that's how we show um that our hope is in God and we don't want to um, dishonor what he tells us to do in his word. 
Okay. For the one who desires life to love and see good days. That's so important right there. The one who desires life to love and see good days. So we need to bless the person that's causing us harm, that has said something mean, and say something nice to that person and pray a blessing over them. And we will see good days. And we did see good days on our trip to Kauai. That, you know, we... Um, good days you know your your business is prospering um you're getting promotions at work i mean these i'm not saying that that's just you know but god blesses us in those types of ways and and if we pray hard enough for somebody that's being mean he generally at least in my life experience get um either demotes or promotes or uh, so that person finds another job, you know, um, there, there's a, he always just is working for us to have good days. And we, we, there's three musts here, three musts. And I'll read here. Must keep his tongue from evil and his lips from speaking deceit. He must turn away from evil and do good. He must seek peace and pursue it. So it's really difficult, but we really got to train our tongues to not speak evil. Even if somebody is speaking evil towards us, the devil loves to whip it up, right? He's always trying to do something. But we have to train our, our, our tongues to not speak anything. Don't repay um, evil with evil. So it, he says, he must turn away from evil and do good. If we always remember that everything we see, he sees. Everything, he, everything we hear, he hears. Everything we say, he hears. Everything we think, he knows. He, he, he knows our thoughts. Um, and that's why the hidden person in our hearts that that person we can't that person comes out right <laughs> if that person is if a person is evil it comes out if a person is good that comes out um that's why uh scripture says a, a good fruit tree can't produce bad fruit and a bad fruit tree can't produce good fruit um it's if you are being thoughtful and compassionate and always thinking of the other person before yourself. And, and that person usually has God first and always has the fear of God um, in, um, in the sense that we're not ever going to get everything right. We're not always going to say the right thing. We're not always going to not say something mean back. But we can at least um, admit that we probably shouldn't have said that. Um, and we can offer an I'm sorry for our behavior. Um, even if the other person doesn't offer their I'm sorry for theirs. So we can still say, you know, I'm sorry for my behavior. I shouldn't have engaged in, in um, commenting back. Um, and then just forgive the situation, especially before sunset. And then that way you're not, you know, it's not making you sick. It, um, because when 
a situation can make a person ill if they don't let go of some something that's been said or done to them. So turn away from evil, must turn away from evil and do good, and must seek peace and pursue it. And that is on a daily, second-by-second basis. Um, to seek peace and pursue it is to stay in the Word of God. Um, I notice if I don't stay in the Word of God, um, I let the worries of the day um, creep into my life or the worries of tomorrow creep into my life. But if I stay in the Word of God and I seek peace and pursue it, and seek Jesus, Jesus the Son of God, His He is the living words, and the Bible is the living word. So it's important to keep in the living word of God and keep reading and, and um, put your eyes to the, each letter that's on the, the in the holy word of God. First uh, Peter is a letter. So go back and read chapter 3 um, and, and just read, 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 and your life will just get that all that much better. Um, for the eyes of the Lord are toward the righteous. Isn't that nice? If you're striving to be righteous, trying to be good, and we're, we're never going to get it right, like I said, but we're striving to be good because we love our God. We're submissive to him. We want his, um, who doesn't want his blessings? I sure do. Um, and when he sees that we're trying to be good and he, and he's changing us, our inner person, he's changing us, he's sanctifying us, he's purifying us, he's, he's teaching us how to treat people. He's, he's telling us how to treat people in his word, um, by being the better person and not engaging evil for evil or insult for insult. Um, let's just, let's just remember that. Uh, and it, and it does help if we realize that, you know, as we're sitting or as we're walking or as we're running or as we're working, God is with us. He is, he's recording everything in other scripture says that. So that should, that should help us to say, Oh, you know, I, God says, um, and he showed us the great example, right? He was insulted. He was whipped. He was spat on. He was, I mean, he um, was ridiculed. All these things before going to the cross. And what did he say on that cross as he was hanging there? Forgive them, Father, for they know not what they do. we got to remember that example. And if we remember his example, we're, we'll, we're not going to, um, at the end of the day, regret something we've said. Because we've got to build each other up. And his ears attend to their prayer. So um, uh, that should be inspiration alone. That his eyes are on us if we're righteous. And his ears attend to our prayers. And, uh, you know, it says, but the face of the Lord is against those who do evil. So we don't have to be against those who do evil. That's the Lord's job. That's God's job. So pray for the enemy. Um, he asks us to do that. Pray, pray, pray. That's our role in any evil, um, any evilness that's happening in our lives. Okay, verse 13. Who is there to harm you if you prove zealous for what is good? But even if you should suffer for the sake of righteousness, you are blessed. And do not fear their intimidation. And do not be troubled. But sanctify Christ as Lord in your hearts always being ready to make a defense to everyone who asks you to give an account for the hope that is in you, yet with gentleness and reverence. 
and keep a good conscience so that in the thing in which you are slandered, those who revile your good behavior in Christ will be put to shame. For it is better if God should will it so that you suffer for doing what is right rather than for doing what is wrong. For Christ also died for sins once for all, the just for the unjust, so that he might bring us to God, having been put to death in the flesh, but made alive in the spirit, in which he also went and made proclamation to the spirits now in prison, who once were disobedient, when the patience of God kept waiting in the days of Noah, during the construction of the ark, in which a few, that is, eight persons, were brought safely through the water. Corresponding to that, baptism now saves you, not the removal of dirt from the flesh, but an appeal to God for a good conscience, through the resurrection of Jesus Christ, who is at the right hand of God, having gone into heaven, after angels and authorities and powers have been subjected to him. So, you're being really good, and somebody causes you to suffer mentally or physically. And um, but you respond with tact, with dignity, with love, with patience, with grace, with forgiveness. That is um, sanctifying Christ as Lord in your hearts. Always being ready to make a defense to everyone who asks you to give an account for the hope that is in you. Because you know they might think, "Wow, she didn't," be, or "He didn't respond." Um, they might not think it right away, but later on they'd be like, wow, she, she or he did not say anything mean back. And what we can say, you know, my hope is in the Lord Jesus Christ. He is my salvation. He is my God. He is everything to me. And my hope is in him because we believe that he was crucified. He came, he was crucified, died, was buried. He he died for our sins once for all, for the just and the unjust. Now, those unjust that never accept Jesus as their Lord and Savior and don't believe what he did, um, pray for yourselves to believe for more belief because he is the way, the truth, and the life. And he does sit at the right hand of the Father. Because it says, verse 22, who is at the right hand of God having gone into heaven. And we now have the Holy Spirit of God that is living with us. and He is the Holy Spirit of Jesus Christ. So he is our hope because he rose on the third day. We will rise with him and spend eternity with him. That is our hope and that is our inspiration for, for, for living for God, for living godly lives. Um, because we want to be in great standing with our Lord. And, and he knows our flaws and he knows we're never going to get it right but he knows that we are his people and he is our God and that'll never change that'll never change so that is our hope and the people that don't have the son of God in their hearts the spirit of God they cannot possibly have any hope what on earth could they be hopeful for um, the anxieties of this world um, they're, they're trying to fix everything themselves um, and they're just being brought down to the pit because um, it it's it must be difficult, and and um, depressed. They must be depressed because 
Jesus Christ, the Son of God, is the only one that can give, give us the hope and peace in the Bible, the living word of God. It, without, without God, there is no peace for people. There can't possibly be any peace because they're being weighed down by all, all their life, um, all their troubles, all their anxiety, all their depression. And they're not able to have that hope that we have in so we need to just share that hope with people um, yeah, because what they're doing isn't working for them, right? It's no matter how hard they try to fix their lives or fix somebody else's life, it's not working. can't possibly work um, because we have to sanctify Christ in our hearts always, always, always. So share that hope with people and that was the end of the chapter um it does go in to talk about noah and how um i'm sure it, the construction of the ark took many years i mean that ark was huge you can find the story of noah and the ark in genesis um eight persons eight human beings were the only ones saved in the whole entire world and i'm sure that noah was ridiculed he was made fun of I'm sure everyone, you know, asked what he was doing, and I'm sure he told them that he was building an ark, that God was going to come and flood the world, and they just, ha, 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 you're out of your mind, and they were wiped out. And it says that Jesus, he went and made proclamation to the spirits now in prison, who once were disobedient when the patience of God kept waiting in the days of Noah. So, um, he, he went down, um, to pay them a visit during his three days that he descended into hell to um, spend time with with the with the spirits of old. Um, and and what he's what he's saying is um, corresponding to the baptism that now saves you. Not from the removal of dirt from the flesh, but an appeal to God for a good conscience through the resurrection of Jesus Christ, who is at the right hand of God, having gone into heaven after angels and authorities and powers had been subjected to him. So everybody is in subjected to is subjected to God. Everyone. Even the devil. Everyone. So seek the baptismal of the water baptism where you where you come up out of the water a new person where all your shame is left behind the old person is gone you're the new creation uh, uh, born with Jesus's blood in you with that new creation that we're not new race that set aside we've got God's blood flowing through our veins we're new person uh, born again and then seek the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Ask Jesus for, for the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Okay, I'm going to pause there. I'm going to end there. And I hope that you tune in with me um, next time around. Where I'll be reading uh, from 1 Peter chapter 4. And I, I just want to say I hope that everyone... Um, I don't know how many of you are listening out there. Perhaps none. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, but I do offer uh, little tidbits along the way in all the recordings that I've done, and uh, most of them are 
not done so professionally. I'm still trying to learn Podbean, still trying to learn um, how to do this. And I hope that I just, um, and I always seek God and ask him to help guide his messages to you. Um, so I, I pray that you keep, you keep with me and you keep um, being inspired to read the Bible. And um, our, it doesn't mean your life's going to get better, but you're going to start noticing blessings from the Lord. You really are. Um, so I love you all. Uh, keep, please listen to those two songs. Speak life. Don't bring anybody down. Don't over compliment anybody because then you might, that person might think they need to look a certain way. Um, uh, but work on the character of the hidden um, part of, in the, in the hidden area of your heart, your character. That's what's most important. Beauty, that fades away. Outside beauty. But the inner beauty, that keeps getting brighter and brighter and more and more beautiful. Don't worry about what you look like on the outside. At the end of the day, it doesn't really matter. Work on your inner self. Much love to all. All the glory to God. All the glory to God. Until next time, I love everybody. Bye. also want to say I am really sorry for all the, the noise. Um, my husband's truck was on. <laughs> Apologize for that. Again, love you all. All the glory to God. I uh, hope uh, I'll try to be in more quieter space next time. Bye.